Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop his six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation You got to unleash the power of the pyramid. This is Mike Semper from WrestlingObserver.com Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio uh, This is Kenny Omega, we're listening to One Nation Radio Check it out guys, these guys know what's up Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. I'm your host, James Boyd, and with me I have Rich Lotto. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much, man. Just uh, ready to talk about WrestleMania 36. WrestleMania Reviews, one of our biggest shows of the year, kind of, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so two days. Uh, all, like combined, what was that, like six and a half hours, maybe? Six and a half-ish, yeah, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, um, it wasn't seven though. For, first, do you do you like the two day thing, or would you rather it stick to one? You know, I gotta say, um, after complaining about me not wanting for years, saying like, no, don't do that, get the shit the fuck over with. Um, I see, I see the advantages in it, um, and you know, I I had worries after watching. Um, Wrestle Kingdom in January, but some of those worries are, you know, alleviated for the fact that there wasn't a, you know, a consolation match that no one gave a fuck about, really. Um, mm-hmm. and, or let me phrase that Jay White made people not give a fuck about. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in that, in, you know, from that perspective, I didn't take that into accounting. Um, I like the show. I like this show more than any other WrestleMania since WrestleMania 31. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with, you know, be honest, like the fact that like we were on a group chat with a with like a half a dozen or actually more, closer to a dozen people um, talking about it while the show's going on. And it was kind of similar to just any other uh, um, WrestleMania get together show, uh, thing, except it was done through the, the interwebs. But um, I think I don't I feel like there the fact that like the show went so long definitely helped it out. Um I also think that the wrestling flat out was better than the previous uh, three years editions. So, mm-hmm. like that, that also helps too. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's kind of my take. Is like if I don't know, I don't know if it's the fact that it was a, abbreviated or if it was the fact that like top to bottom, this is a way better show or one of the better WrestleManias of the last uh, six years. Yeah, um, I've kind of find myself like going back and forth on it because Seven I'm years. Like, sorry, I'm I'm like, well, th- how are they gonna do it? Like, it's gonna be weird, like trying to sell stadium tickets for both days when they refuse to tell us what the card is until the last minute. Uh, I didn't like that. No, that no, did. Um, I, I thought it was you know kind of sleazy, but it was. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, look, we got we got all these companies. From the smallest company in the world to the biggest company in the world, literally putting their their workers at risk by having them in the middle of a pandemic decide to grab a hold. So, like, we're in an era of sleaze right now. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that it makes it any more right, but you are absolutely right in, like, all this stuff is sleaze right now that we talk about over this next, you know, few months. Yeah, they um uh, so, uh yeah, I don't I, I'm kind of split on it. So, I feel like I would have to like see like another one kind of like I, I'm, I'm on the same boat as you. It's like cuz I'm, I'm like I yeah, don't know like yeah. this this is like kind of a circumstance that came uh up amongst like its own unique set of circumstances. So, mm-hmm. once they had no crowds, it was like, well, we can dramatically change the show and try something. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, I stadium tickets. Yeah, they would have to completely overhaul this when the crowds come back. I think that if they're going to do a two night WrestleMania, they need to sell the. Ma- they need. I think it will work. It's just they will need to up the prices of their tickets and sell it as a two night show. Um, as a package, like you, like you sell half your or certain percentage of your tickets as a night one, night two. You get the same seat, and then. Um, a certain percentage of it, you sell it as we're going to tell you to call. We're going to let people know ahead of time. We're going to tell them the cards. If you want to come to watch this match, watch this match. I think that's the only real way you can do it. Or, I mean, you could just, if, if you know you want to do that, then like, all right, move out of stadium, take your ass back to MSG, run a, run a whole WrestleMania weekend out of MSG. Uh, Cause that would sell. Uh, but the, the ask of, you know, I mean, we we just saw it at uh, Russell Kingdom. Like they sold forty thousand the first night, second night thirty thousand, and it was you know a bigger deal to be there the second night if you're you know a, a Naito fan or you're into you know Lij or, or telling this story. So I think I think there's ways around doing it two nights um, in the future in front of an actual gate to get an actual gate for both nights, but. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can just, you know, say this is WrestleMania or they're not. They can't just be out here talking about two WrestleManias. Yeah, this is the new normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got to they got to get, you know, they can't just sell the tickets traditionally. I don't think they can do that. No. Yeah. But I guess we should just go um, from start from night one and then work our way into night two. Um, You you said overall you thought this was the best one the last couple years. I hadn't even really thought of that. I think I'm a little bit lower on this than you like overall, but um, it was. Well, wait, wait. I'm not even saying I'm not even comparing it. I'm I'm I'm, me saying is one of the better is the best ones since 31. It's like 32 through 34 stunk. I'm not, it's not, I'm not saying it's like some high praise. I think it was a. Um, I think night one was better than night two. I think that. Uh, yeah, I think night one was better than night two. I think that uh, the fact that it was only th- that like there was no aside from like Corbin and uh, and Elias, so, like there was no real like crummy wrestling like that. 
Like, I think that also helps because, you know, I, I thought they helped. And I thought, like, for the most part, the standard WWE main roster show, it was it was a bunch of, like, two-and-a-half-star wrestling at the worst, at, at its worst points, which is, like, a lot, you could say a lot worse for most WWE pay-per-views. So that's, that's kind of where I was at on the fact that I said that, like, there were no, you know... I guess the best match would what would you say was the best match? Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, and that's not no like match of the year candidate or anything. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's either Charlotte and Rhea or the ladder match, or in you know we're not talk. I mean, you gave that match four. I have it at like I have it at four and three. Or sorry, uh, I have it at three and three quarters. So like there is no classic WrestleMania uh, all time match on there, but like it was just consistently pretty. It was consistently you know competent and well ran for most of the show a show except for like you know things we disagree on like the booking or you know goofy finishes yeah so um we had night oh i'm sorry one exception the uh (laughs) edge edge and and orton that yeah 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 which i enjoyed but like i i I, it's the same thing when like i enjoyed that um triple h and undertaker match in australia is like i'm match I'm not giving that match over two and a half stars by any means, but like I enjoyed it, and that's that's, but objectively, nah. Yeah, um, we'll we'll get to. It. I think I think there was just a, there was a lot of funny stuff up and yep. down the card. So, yep. um, over like the title matches, I think were quite copycat frankly, matches, embarrassments, <laughs> and just like. Now there's a there's a question of what was wrestling and what wasn't wrestling uh, with some of the cinematic things you know like they weren't actual matches or whatever but I feel like those were <laughs> were the best I, things yeah, those I, well yeah. not not even the best things right but if like that's what they want to present that's way better than those fucking title matches that oh they yeah get. because yeah. those that to me that's not wrestling there's no skill in that there's no. Um, <laughs> Like there's no drama. There's no sense of anything. It's like you're just mailing it in and literally spamming your finish a bunch of times. That's everything that these WWE people uh, claim that the rest of the world is when they're not like when they, (laughs) but this is literally fuck even doing the match before you get to that point. And even, I don't know. I, I, both of those rub me the wrong way. Well, over can fuck off. Brock can fuck off with that same match. It's like this, Heyman can fuck off because this is him. Like it's like, bro, this is not like the pinnacle of the profession. Like, no, yeah. I um, as far as the Goldberg Strowman match, like that match is like, well, what the fuck else were they gonna do? So you like, okay, that's fine. But the only the only good explanation you can come up or I can think of for them doing straight to the. Um, the the you know Claymores versus F fives and German suplexes with Brock and and McIntyre is they plan on they did this little sprint and they're just going to do this match again at another at a later point but like you may drew the champion so why should Brock get another shot yeah. you know what I mean yeah, so it's yeah. like like if you're going to go that route just beat him and then have you know. Uh, Drew going a road to redemption, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, a, a further the road is like, yeah, you know. Clearly, his mom was taken from him, so blah blah blah. He has to go do it in front of a large crowd. Like that's a common sense thing. But like, just putting the belt on the dude is like, all right, now what? Mm-hmm. You, you you can't even get a lot when you get a chance to get in front of a live crowd. Like you can't even use that as a, a potential match. You burn through it now. Like the, the idea of beating Brock Lesnar. 
Right, and and it's like these guys, these people are just squashing each other. Like, <laughs> come on, man! Like, like they're eating but, each other's finishes left and right, and then they get up and just shake the shit off. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, if you want, if, and if you want to, if you want to include it, you can also talk about the the Orton in um in Edge match. The match started off with two RKO's in like the first two minutes, or first like three four minutes. Yeah. And it's like, and then they went from yeah. there, and it's like, all right, well, you have murdered a, a lot of suspense now. Yeah, like. Those were just just dreadful match match layouts for the championships, and quite frankly, use of the championships um, as, as these tools. It's like, yeah, we we got to put it on Goldberg, we got to put it on Brock. It's like this annual type thing, and that is just not paying off in any type of critical fashion, and is just like a fucking drag to watch. <laughs> in, in, in the Brock sense, I'm gonna say I'm gonna definitely agree with you because this has been a thing with Brock for. Mm, I mean, pretty much like since WrestleMania uh, 31, pretty much was like, I think except for like one match, he's been, he's came in as a champion or he's been in a championship match or whatever. So, um, I think, well, 32 when he's fought, uh, we, you know, murdered uh, Ambrose in a no DQ match or hardcore match or whatever the fuck that was. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely super, super patterned in, um, a lot of lack of ideas, which is funny because like he had a lot of lack of ideas, but like then you see the Firefly Funhouse and the Boneyard match, and you're just like, like somebody this had ideas. Yeah, somebody had ideas. Even when they're back backs against the wall, eleventh hour, we got to come up with some. They came through. Like, was it wrestling? Fuck no, it wasn't wrestling. But it was interesting. <laughs> still, it was like it was interesting and compelling, even though it wasn't fucking wrestling. Which is like. That was the sports inter- that's the good sports entertainment, right? Um but yeah, uh I mean if you want to go match by match we can do that. Yeah, so uh, we had a Kubuki Warriors versus uh Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yep. I gave this two and three quarters. I thought this was pretty decent. Um was kind of long, you know. It, it was uh, Alexa being surrounded with, with like three better wrestlers than her, and then she, she gets the finish yeah. uh, in typical WWE fashion because you know Alexa always has to get a birthday. So, uh, <laughs> you know, Kyrie saying doing that clean job. How you feel about that, sir? <laughs> oh, asking me? Yeah, I thought she's. I thought if they were losing, she's gonna take the pin. And I, at this point, the way they set it up, like. I was upset that the Kyrie that they did the Oscar versus um a lesson match, what last week or two weeks ago, and they beat Oscar. I was like, you've clearly like established Kyrie as a jobber, beat her. Who gives a shit? You've already beat her to death. It's like you know, like I'm not I'm not like uh, Caleb in uh, Floyd when they're just like they just love them to Dakota Kai. Like she's a geek. That's her role. At least we have somebody with established role or whatever, and like, yeah, that stinks or whatever. But she's attached to a uh, an act that's on TV. Would I like her to do more? Of course I would, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought they, I thought it was a good match as well. Um, I think that there's not anything for either one of them to really do um, as yeah, tag champions. I was gonna say the ceiling greatly lowers when you put it on Alexa and Nikki. Right. Right. Even if we look, we know they're not gonna do shit with the belts anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. But even the the thought to think they could do something like, hey, they can go across the brands and have interesting matchups when they up, yeah, yeah. That's out the window. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be honest, like they only did it one time with the Pookie Warriors when they went out there and they murdered uh, Dakota and Tegan. 
um, yeah. in NXT. So they only lasted. They only got one match out of that. So remember, like talk about the talk about all this shit where they had um, they, they had Sasha and they had Bailey and they won the belts and they showed up at NXT and it, and and like motherfuckers were crying, including me and <laughs> and they and they said they were going to be back and they were going to you know do all this and then they went to, with the Iconics and then like that was a fucking train wreck. So they put on the Kabuki Warriors and that netted us one cross brand match period yeah so um ho- hopefully like maybe they uh maybe oscar and Kyrie go their separate ways now and, i would like to see that i would like know. to see a story of you know one of them turns on the other because like we have Kyrie saying who's one of the great baby faces and oscar who is someone that can play heel but like no one really wants to boo her and, I, you know what i would do i would i would keep them together right now and mm-hmm. then i would have Kyrie challenge Becky coming out of WrestleMania because she's still a heel and Becky gonna need to start having great matches eventually. Right. So I mean you gotta remember they already burned through that match though on on Raw. No one will remember like I mean it's been that fair enough. No one will remember. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um but I mean it's also another thing where it's like if that if yeah that's I mean obviously you're just booking someone that has no chance. No chance. And mm-hmm. like everyone knows, because you booked her as as a penny for Oscar, so it's like I I think they need to go back to the drawing board. I think that uh, like Oscar slash Oscar slash uh, Kyrie they need to you know either break up or do something in the mean meantime while you know presumably Charlotte is off of Raw. Maybe maybe this maybe it's Oscar or Kyrie versus Bianca mm-hmm. because you know uh, apparently she or. or word is she's being moved up so yeah like that's thank you know good for her um corbin and elias my god um is i'll say this baron corbin didn't have the most boring match on wrestlemania but it was probably number two um (laughs) look if that met if elias and uh corbin had went 36 minutes it would have been worse I, Undoubtedly. Well, I, I was gonna say the difference between um, this match and then Edge and Orton. It, I was gonna say Edge and Orton was like this match over like four and a half times, like <laughs> like like on loop, like. <laughs> so, yeah, Elias comes out to the ring after like thinking he was gonna be a no show. Uh, Corbin was basically, uh, you know, saying I need to win by forfeit. Blah blah blah. Elias comes out. Not selling anything. He had tape, but he wasn't hurt. <laughs> and but a scratch. Boshes the fuck out of um, Baron Corbin with the guitar. Yes, WrestleMania moment. Look, then promptly goes on to get his ass whooped for the whole match, and then wins with a roll up via the tights. That's about as weak as you can look as a baby face. <laughs> Better yet, what a shit finish. The only reason why he almost lost until he kicked into um, Jessica Carr. Um, saw that Corbin had a pin in with his legs on the ropes for leverage. So it's like they did a lot uh, to continue this. And I don't know why <laughs> one and a half. So I didn't even uh, give it a rating. It's below two though. Yeah. Um, not an average match. That was substandard. <laughs> yeah. Substandard conditions. That's he, I was rapping about. <laughs> God damn. Um, yeah. yeah and, uh, third match we had Becky and Shayna Raw Women's Title. I was a little shocked to see it on this early. It's like from the so main event, the third on the card, <sighs> and then 
what it kind of felt like coupled with the um Rhea and Charlotte match this felt like the revenge for Survivor Series James um Shayna you know I know she didn't beat Becky at Survivor Series like with the fall Mm -hmm. um but Charlotte did lose to Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series and you know it it felt like we were making the main roster whole again over (laughs) the these people and um i thought i thought they had a they had a hot eight minutes but nothing like they it ended way too soon shana's a dumbass for losing to the same finish over and over and over and over well you know yes but you know you know how they think it happened on the main roster you're not supposed to know what happened on developmental unless we tell you what happened on developmental like say so cool move move back move NSC back to the network then like <laughs> I agree I agree um I mean I I agree I I just uh I just know that's how they what their line of thinking is is like pay no mind to the fact that like Ember beat her with that same fucking Bret Hart finish pay no mind that Kyrie beat her with that fucking uh with that same finish or whatever else like they don't care um whatever it is what yeah. it is. Um, they hit each other pretty hard, but I it, before but it was, okay. got out of third. Uh, all right, so yes, they hit each other, but did you see where they're hitting each other at? Yeah, like the shoulder, and- their shoulders, and their and their size of their waist and shit. And it's like that. Yes, they're hitting each other hard in safe place, and that is what pro wrestling is supposed to be. But like, can you hit? Like in areas that like you could actually for the person that's receiving it actually could sell as something believable that would hurt them. Like they're like I remember um people were talking shit about like uh who was it? It was um Pete Dunn and I think Adam Cole. Um at it was it was it was a Pete Dunn match where they, you know Pete Dunn throws those uh you know, gets at some point gets to a brawl where you're just throwing blows or whatever else. And they were clowning on the fact that like he was throwing soft punches or whatever else, but like Do you mean the Tyler Bay and Jordan Jordan Devlin? No, 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 it was Pete Dunn for sure. It was Pete Dunn. Okay. Yeah, for sure. They did that to them too. Yeah. Well yeah, but my point is like, okay, so I can believe that you hit somebody with soft looking shots to the face and it hurts. Like but what I can't believe is like you're throwing hard shots to so- to soft places that no one can ever that no one will sell in a fight. And I'm just like nah. And they weren't even hard soft like they're like medium quote unquote medium. But this is like mm-hmm. whatever. Like they sound nice. They sound off well. But that's it. They just make sounds. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of sounding off all through the night. Really yeah. with this, um, I was kind of blown that Becky got the win here, and I was like, wow. Maybe Vince really did uh, not believe in Shayna, and oh, all he started yeah. thinking about was Elimination Chamber. How they how they had her out there just squash the whole whole division, and then yo, know, like, what the hell does Becky do now? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> like we know this continues. Like, it, that's what it's set up to do. But it's like it's dumb. It's like she won already. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck off, Shayna. Like, I mean, I don't know. I. These two only got eight minutes. They got less time than Corbin and Elias. It was like eight fifty. Well, here's the thing: all these matches were edited. Like you can clearly see, there were two gigantic edits in the Kabuki yeah. Warriors match, right? So, like, 
Maybe the match went longer, and like yeah, they were like, "Nah, bro, let's wrap it up." And which made, which also begs questions: like, why the ones of you out here doing this quality control on night two? Edge <laughs> 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 but whatever. Um, or maybe it's because they were, you know, they're moving, they were like moving on a trail, and they weren't in the ring. You couldn't edit that, you couldn't fake that, but whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah I just. Um, yeah, two point seven five here for me. It was it was a good match, but I it wasn't no it wasn't no very good match. It was a good match in like I've seen both of them have better matches, so it's like there's nothing. I, I, I didn't expect greatness from this pairing because like I don't really think their styles complement each other at all. Yeah, what was uh, what were our uh, over under for this uh, the other day? I don't even remember. Was it two and a half? It might have been, been two and three quarters. It might have been three. Three. Maybe. Okay. Well, they got close enough. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Up next, the uh, this match put me in a bad mood. Uh, it was Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, and I said it on the show last Friday. If you told me at the end of 2014 that Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn will be wrestling each other at WrestleMania, I'm like, all right, cool. What belt is it for? Uh, it, it's a main event, right? Right. It, it's it's going to be a classic, right? <laughs> it's going to be like you know electric in the building, right? Nah, it ain't gonna be none of that. There's gonna be geeks everywhere, all around the ring. Brian's gonna, uh, or Zane's gonna stall like Jay White for like three or four minutes of the nine-minute match, and this is just gonna be another L for Daniel Bryan. Um, and he looks like a dumbass in the loss. Um, and it was funny. It was like you hear all the baby faces are gonna win except Daniel Bryan because yeah. you know doesn't. You know, I was massively disappointed, even though I still gave it three stars. Um, but this was just, you know, it was just there. It was there. it was very good, but it went so short that you couldn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like if that match had went three times as long, we're talking about probably we're talking about maybe the best match of the night or on WrestleMania this year. But it went short. They did stalling. Whatever, like I mean, they did all this non stuff with all the people on the outside and whatever, man. Like I, in my mind, I imagine Daniel Bryan doesn't give a shit. And he's like, hey, man, like give Generico something. Yeah, yeah, um, very, very disappointing. Um, yeah, and then my mood was like altered the rest of the night. I was just like watching this show, like. I can't believe this show. Like, <laughs> so up next we had that uh, triple threat tag um, ladder match. It was uh, Jimmy Uso, Kofi Kingston, and Morrison, and these dudes they acted like it was they, WrestleMania in front of in front of sixty thousand right. people. Like, yeah, they was they was like coming out here ready to do it for the culture. Like. <laughs> Like I, you know, aside from that one like a uh, crash pad spot that yeah. would be the obvious crash pad one, right? Right. I, I didn't like that. Like it was just, I don't know that well, that like well, for me it was like one that spot was unnecessary, and two it was like like no one will ever do what? that spot without a crash pad. Right. It was like I saw him doing. I was like, no, 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 no. Why would you do this, you fucking idiot? And then like you see the shot. Like when they re- come back in with a crash pad, you're like, "Oh, this shit was fake." Right, right. What? I I didn't like that. That at wasn't all. worth it. That just pulled me out of my. That just killed my suspicion of disbelief. But whatever. Um, yeah, yo. Uh, first match of her uh for Raw on the night after WrestleMania is Oscar versus Liv Morgan. Um, no, well. no, no, Kyrie at ringside. But anyway, um, yeah, I uh. 
I, I thought they worked hard. I thought that like Morrison was spectacular in the match. I thought all three of them were spectacular in the match. Um, it's a shame that you know whatever happened with Miz happened with Miz to where like couldn't be more people. But then again, maybe like you know without having the, the tease and stuff with like look at Miz being like the non wrestler guy that's wrestling. Maybe the match was actually better without the distraction of you know him him and hawing and doing this you know theatric stuff. Thought the finish was goofy, but they they really worked hard in this match. Yeah. And I actually have a phrase kind of that <laughs> describes something later on. I was like, they worked hard, but a lot of people work hard. Or they, <laughs> I forgot what I said. They worked hard, but a lot of people work hard. Right. And, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like finish was goofy, but yeah, finish was goofy. I um three and a I half. Think, one thing I would say is that. I don't know exactly how they have Morrison win without. I, actually, I take that back. Why can't Morrison just win? Is the reason why Morrison couldn't have just won other than the fact that like he he's a heel, so the heels have to a heel has to come up with some slimy way to win a ladder match. It's like why don't you just have? It seemed like they didn't know which USO, either the USOs or the New Day, to be the next challenger after they lose. So what they did was have it be a tie for second place, almost to where like nobody has a claim of oh you stole or mm-hmm. you snuck out the back door when I had shit won. So like we're the next challenger. It's almost like that's the way they got out of it. And like I don't know, maybe Heavy Machinery is the next uh, tag challenger. I don't know, but that, I don't. Other than that, I don't know what else. I don't know why else to do that finish because it made both the teams I, I like shit. Just, I think it was just following the pattern of weird finishes. Uh, on the show, it was like we got to do something creative here. I, I would say this: I would have saved that. I would have saved that finish for like a bigger sh- for a bigger moment. Like that finish reminded me of when that's funny a bigger moment than WrestleMania. <laughs> no, like okay, so that was a triple. Okay, so that it was the fourth match on a pay per view for the t- and a singles a triple threat ladder match for the tag titles. Don't that sound fucking dumb to you? My point is like. They could use that when it's like a championship top title match when it's like top baby face A, top baby face B versus top heel A. And that's how they get out of it. Like, let's say if Oscar were a heel and there was no Ronda Rousey during that TLC match from a few years ago, mm-hmm. that and Oscar wasn't a badass. Like, if you had some smarmy person in there, that's how you get out of it without, without like beating Becky or Charlotte. That's. I, that's what I mean. I would use it for a high, for like a main event finish, something like that. To be like, "Yo, what's next?" This is like now. It's like, all right. Well, I'm I'm assuming like one of them is gonna ship to SmackDown or, or move Smack, or ship to Raw. That's that's really the only aftermath. Yeah. Um, it was that, genius. It made me think of when um, EO that EO in Shayna match from um, Cage match from uh, last year, where it's like she just falls out. You feel so cheated. It's mm-hmm. one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so after that, we had Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins out here dressed like a, a literal, like, pastor. Or and he showed up in all white. Um, Owens, he had his KO Mania 4 shirt on. Always good to see the uh, annual Kevin Owens shirt. Long-form uh, storytelling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought his match was all right. Um, I, I did not like the restart. I'm like, just book the shit, like... 
you know, into a no DQ in the first place rather than doing dusty finishes because like Brian Alvarez, I believed it too because of how much they, they go on pay-per-view and do like DQ finishes like this. Like I've seen in back-to-back years at SummerSlam, uh, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, right. uh, you know, DQ and then Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton, DQ. Mm-hmm. And then when they do it here, I'm like, DQ, well, fuck you. How about that? Like, right, right. <laughs> I believed it too. The thing was like once they restarted, I was like, "Oh, okay." And I actually got back into the match. Like whereas you know when we were on the uh, the group chat, almost everybody was like, they were just done. They were just like, "You fuckers, you fucked us." And like y'all, y'all never came back around to like the match we got restarted. For me, it was like I was okay on that. And like I think a lot of that is like a lot of motherfuckers burned down on Seth. <laughs> And I, look, I'm not going to be like, you know, that's not unfair. Like, because Josh was giving him the blues. And I was like, he's going to be saying he's better than he'd rather watch Seth Rollins last year or any, or Seth, or he's, what? I don't even know what the argument was. But basically, like, he made some comparison to Seth Rollins and, and 95 Kevin Nash as far as him being champions. And I was like, all right, bro. Like, you, you, I understand you're upset, but you, you, you've gone way off the deep end as far as your upsetness with that dude. Like, Jesus. But, um, but yeah. It, they restarted the match, and the match ended up. Um, it didn't go much longer after that, but like it had a huge spot or whatever else in in the win. I thought, you know, it's a three and a half. It's a three and a half, three or three and <laughs> five eighths uh, type of match. So I was like, yeah, congratulations. He did the jump, the fuck this shit uh, memorial dr- jump <laughs> off the top of the WrestleMania sign, and I don't know who told that big big dude he need to do that, but. Hey, more power to him. Um, <laughs> no, I'm laughing because I because I know you paused on what you're about to call Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave this a three and a half. So yeah, um, I'm with you. After this, um, we had Braun and Goldberg, and as I mentioned earlier, I think that Goldberg needs to fuck off. Um, if all you this is all you can do, I don't need it in the championship matches uh it adds nothing it does nothing for anyone it is literally just a shadow realm like (laughs) it's like a a shell of your former self and i don't i mean i'm not telling him not to get his money doing it but i'm like i don't want to watch this shit it's whack it doesn't need to be in the main event like or not the main event but it doesn't need to be for a top title you can have you know, you can have the it's WrestleMania, so you can have the quote unquote gigantic exhibition match. Like you, you did it at a fucking or Survivor Series with Lesnar in 2016. Like, right. You can just have a quote unquote dream match of whoever else. And granted, like we we're also dealing with the circumstance of it was meant to be Roman, but like was that match really going to be any different? It was going to be Spears versus no Spears and shit. That's all it was going to yeah. be. Spears, Spears, Jackhammers, and Superman punches. That's all that match was going to be. Yeah, um, so Braun Strowman wins the Universal title about two and a half years too late. Um, you know, I'm thinking about No Mercy 2017 when he could have won that bitch, but no, we had to wait and push that shit back, like uh, <laughs> push that shit back, like uh, George Jefferson's hairline. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was now, like in my mind, I was like, that sounds about right, but is it? And I was and then he was like, oh, yep, yep, that is about it, yep. Yep, and uh, so Braun Strowman wins the belt uh, right after you know his controversy uh, and getting everyone to turn on him on the internet, and uh, I I think that's kind of over. Well, I mean, he was trending, but I think I think it's, it's kind of overblown. That's also because the news cycle is like there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> so like, 
yeah, he, yeah. Like this is a like any news, any news yeah. right now. Your your ass and they people thirsty for news. Aside from like coronaviruses, break from coronavirus talk. So of course, like there is there really is, up. however, another group that is upset with Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. Winning. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, it, it also comes up at you know the main event of night two, but yeah, it yeah. comes up again. So yeah, yeah, uh, y'all don't know who those those folks are. They're, 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 some reason, um, the 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 very vocal Roman Reigns fans just they don't rock with Braun, they don't rock with McIntyre, they they and have not- big, big problems with with seeing those dudes succeed. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean. It's it's really weird because like they pretend that Roman isn't someone that is a top isn't been pushed as a top person because then they'll point at Seth right mm-hmm. and say that Seth has gotten this this and this and look at Roman even though it was like well Roman had the PED suspension otherwise like he would have gotten the long title run that was gonna be the long title run but whatever um, so. Roman's in my one of his biggest uh, feathers in his caps in his career is the fact that like. I don't give a damn how you feel about Roman Reigns, good, bad, or otherwise. That man absolutely helped make Roman Reigns or make Braun Strowman into a star, a main eventer. Though their series of matches in 2017 got Strowman to the part where we talked about where he could have been the champion two and a half years ago, off the strength of that feud. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that's in part of like Strowman's success, you could be like, and also the fact that like you see them like breaking kayfabe and they're friendly. Um, backstage, you can right. clearly be like, "Look, man, his assess is your assess because you can say he did some he did some flare work with 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 Luger or Sting over there." And not I, I don't even think that like crosses their mind. That's my all. point because like, it, they're too busy hating. That's what I'm getting at. Look, you think you think um like um I ain't gonna take you know the, I, I'm not taking note of how Kenny's helping make Hangman Page right now. I like, am. <laughs> like, someone, like, 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 let that man turn out to be a super duper star. I'm like, mm-hmm. right? You, like you, we, you think I'm not gonna bring that up for Kenny? Okay, right? Like you was, we were talking about, um, who was it? Uh, we were talking, um, it was somebody. Me and Floyd were talking about Hangman and somebody else that was in WWE that's doing nothing right now. Oh, it's Kyle O'Reilly. Uh-huh. You know, like comparing Kyle O'Reilly to Hangman, and I was like. You do realize, and he was like, he's not really into it or whatever else. Because I guess he didn't like his ROH stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, you do realize that like, talk, talking, physique, character, wrestling in the ring, like he's ahead of Hangman, right? And he he just he he couldn't buy that. I was like, my point was like. What what is what has been so great that Hangman has done? He drunk beer and act like a passive aggressive bitch for for uh, the last six months while getting while being in Kenny Omega tag matches. That's what got him over. There's it's, more. There's yeah, more to it than that. When you when you break it down on a on a simple level, you can say that. But I, there's more to it with Hangman. But um, like okay. So anyway, my my point was like, you look where Hangman is. And that's because of Kenny. I don't know how we got her. Got talking about AEW. See this. See this. Is why we get the, the anti. How we call it uh, homers for AEW. But yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm saying like the the. the but yeah, that's what I'm saying. With Roman, it should be something that that people right. that rock with Roman Reigns. They should be able to be like, uh huh. And rather than oh, he should be thanking Roman Reigns. It's like, 
This is the business. Like it's yeah. the game. Like and, and who do you think is gonna jaw for Roman when they come back to live audiences? And, and like and what do you? Yeah, like who do you think he, Strowman's gonna feud with? Who do you think he's losing that belt to? Exactly. Let's just just stop hating. Like that. That's all you got to do. Like you know? the only way that that's not happening is if like they've they're basically Bobby Lashleying uh, Roman because Roman pulled out of WrestleMania, which I seriously doubt they're gonna do because that would be a bad look for them. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, you weren't down for us at our worst hours. Like, nigga, I came back from cancer for y'all. Kiss my ass. <laughs> um, yeah. So Braun's the champion. I don't know who he fights next. Um, we'll see. Um, yeah. But that brings a up. Fiend. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> They'll my finally god. get to it. Braun Strowman versus versus the versus Bray Wyatt. Yo, bad news. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, AJ Styles and the Undertaker in a boneyard match. Now, I was dreading this match. Um, I was look. You know, AJ Styles and Undertaker. They washed. Like, yeah. I think this is almost more proof that they washed because this is what you know the route they chose rather than you know straight up grappling. But um, AJ Steel or Undertaker steals the main event again. <laughs> <laughs> and AJ Styles gets a main event, you know, like however sure you want. Did. Sure like, he did. You want to get this, you know, divided into two WrestleManias deal. Um, yeah, so the Boneyard match shot in a cinematic fashion. Uh, AJ Styles pulls up, uh, you know, in the uh, hearse. Looking like what, James? Oh, Pat PT Cruiser, baby. Pastor Troy. <laughs> I. For those that don't know, um, I think what the year is 2000, either 2099, whatever year Face Off came out. Um, not the movie with Travolta and Nick Cage, the Pastor Troy album. Just type, go to your YouTube, type in Pastor Troy, We the City, and enjoy. Uh, From further reference, like, this is also a dude that, you know, from Atlanta, he had the big gold belt. Uh, in the middle of the, or actually throughout a lot of his career, like it. One one of the things I enjoy about uh, Pastor Troy is like, if there's ever a WWE show in Atlanta, you can bet your bottom dollar you will see him with on the floor at some point with the big gold belt. E- every time they're in Atlanta, I watch to make sure that he's there and he's always there. So, but yeah, they, he. Uh, but anyway, just uh, back to the wrestling. Um, he. They, I, I enjoyed the match. It was a, it was an wrestling match or whatever you want. To, it was a fight. That's what I call it. I enjoyed the fight, the cinematic action. Yeah, I was gonna say this, this was not no wrestling match. I did not rate it uh, on the star scale. Wasn't no ref. It wasn't no ref. Wasn't no finish. Like wasn't. Well, no... there was a finish. The finish was death. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't no ref. Wasn't no rules. Wasn't that, no. That's true. No nothing. Like it was just like. Something whatever happens. So like this boneyard match, the this man AJ Styles pulls up and then hops out the casket. Yes, like, <laughs> yes, like dope, like Young Jock, Dope Boy Magic. Yes, fresh up out the casket. How you do that? They call it Dope Boy Magic. Bro, I don't know if you remember it. Um, but you remember the Curtis video with Cameron where he jumps out the casket and then like he's like, oh, I'm no. good to go. No, okay, that, that's like the vibe that uh, I got from this. Oh, shake as you wake, but <laughs> <laughs> this was this was like 
a goofy, bad, yes. fun, C-level final battle of the action movie. And they were just hitting each other, like hitting each other with like these Memphis punches, like punches that are <laughs> from like all the way below, like <laughs> shit you would never see thrown <laughs> in a real match. And they were just putting each other down. Let- let let's be real. They also added the the sound effects for the punches, yes. just made it like even campier to where you get to a point where you're just like, I can't critically watch this as a wrestling match as a, or uh, I can I can only watch this as like I mean, given the way that um that Undertaker was behaving, it's like this is like a Clint Eastwood action movie. That's a western. Like, the only thing that's why I said a Clint Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> a Clint. Uh, uh oh! I can't even. Uh, um, Clint Eastwood, what uh, action movie? Anyway, like basically, he was Dirty Harry, and instead of uh the pistol to blow a bitch away, he just had the Holy Trinity, which are these. Yeah. <laughs> these, I'm talking about fists. <laughs> so, <laughs> think about this action movie. It's a one-on-one fair one. He has his little fuck beat after kicking his ass. He, he's All about to grab him. He's about to grab him and take him to. He's about to have him grab him and take him to the uh, into the the grave, uh, the dug grave. AJ stays alive by grabbing dirt, throwing it into his eyes. Then he's basically trying to get away. He does the Goldberg into the into the Hearst window. Yes. I thought that shit was, off because I, it's I thought that was a rib. I thought that was a rib. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, all of a sudden, Anderson and Gallows come out and help. Then a bunch of fucking druids, Undertaker druids, come out and attack the Undertaker, just like any last man standing casket match, buried alive match that he was in, where it's like the only you could be Undertaker in those days was. You bring out a bunch of Humpty Dumpty's men, and they come out there and, and gang whoop his ass and then put him down. So the druids come out. The druids attack one at a time instead of just converging on them or whatever else. Then all of a sudden, like the druids' bodies just they're where the fuck are they? Like so, which I, it, it makes you my mind ask you questions of like, okay, so where the druids' body because these aren't Undertaker's druids because they're fighting the Undertaker, so that means they can't have just you know, teleported or disintegrated or evaporated thin air because those are real fucking dudes hooded or whatever else, whatever. AJ's like, enough of this shit. I'm going up the stairs, up this ladder onto the roof, which made me think, it made me give me ideas of uh, what happened in the middle of uh, Hell in a Cell with Sean and Undertaker back in 97. So all of a sudden he like, you know, the other two bullet club members, uh, I'm sorry, the club mills, whatever the fuck they're called. They they come out. Undertaker murders those two, one via like choke slam off the thing, one got tombstone on top. AJ has nowhere to run. I'm thinking, bro, just jump. <laughs> if, if, if you're that scared, just jump and get away from the nigga. It's only a 15 foot fall. So Well, you well, got this, AJ. Yeah, it's like, look, bro, the idea look, bro, either you jump or he's gonna make you jump. So sure enough, Undertaker gets a hold of AJ. Tombstones him. No, did he? On he tones him on top, and then he chokeslams him off the goddamn thing onto the onto like some pe- wood pallets on the floor. I'm like, God this damn! I was hollering. So oh. then he grabs the dude. He, 
Then he grabs the news and talks a whole bunch of shit. Like, you know, like, you know, you make my day, you young, you young, you young punk. He's like, yeah, you know, you fought good. You fought hard. You're like, good job. Good job, little nigga. But now you finna die. And AJ, he was so good. He was like, don't bury me. Don't, he's crying. Like, don't bury me. Don't, don't kill me. Don't kill me. But he can't say kill me. He's like, don't kill me. Don't kill me, man. He's like, I ain't gonna kill you, man. It's a joke. This fuck nigga, Undertaker, he lets, he hugs the dude, lifts him up, hugs him, walks away, look like you don't let it slide, turns around, big boots that nigga right into the fucking yes. pit, off the cliff, go to hell. <laughs> and, and I forgot the part where Undertaker uh, teleported, or, yes. or whatever, never mind it. Yes. Nigga, uh, I, I teleported, was, that's was, bullshit. I, I was told teleporting was, was evil and was like ruining the business, James. It like, is, it's fucking uh, dumb. Uh, was, uh, you telling me like the, the energy has shifted? Here. Not for me. Maybe maybe on the outside, but not me. I thought that shit was goofy too. Uh, so anyway, uh, he he, sh- he he boosts that nigga down uh, uh, down to the pit, and then that man that man gets on gets on the John Deere and and, and drops some dirt on that man. And next thing you know, they cut to a shot of AJ, and AJ has like eight times as much dirt on him than was actually put on him in theory. And the only no. thing you see left is his one his hand and a glove. <laughs> it made me think of a. Uh, <laughs> it made me think of like the first buried alive match with a. Uh, who was it? It was Undertaker and Terry Gore, or the Executioner. The executioner, that's right. Motherfuckers came out and the lightning struck, and then the hand stuck out. But it was a live hand. I think got buried. But yeah. like, it, but this was a dead hand. <laughs> we yeah. better not see. If I see AJ tonight on this fucking show of Raw, I'm I got it up on the TV right now. Oh yeah, now. he's a Raw guy. Too. Yeah. yeah. If okay. I see, I'm not gonna be. I'm not. It's gonna ruin some of the some of the some of the ridiculous hokiness of the I show. Mean, like, it, it, the match. They still have not updated us on his condition or let nope. us know about any funeral processions that may be taking yeah. place or nothing. Just yeah. fuck them. Like, yeah. apparently. And, and one thing I will say is like, y'all automatically knew that AJ was going to lose once you saw the tombstone on the grave and like yeah. it was covered because you know like he was going to say AJ Styles on the shit or whatever yep. else. Uh, there was Very. also a spot, there's also a spot where AJ went full Vampiro and Sting and bash AJ or bash Undertaker over the back of his fucking head with a whole tombstone but yeah yeah, it it was they broke out all the stops it worked it worked very well It, it made me think of like a match where like people ain't really doing shit but like it's two vets and they're very good at what they do so it's so enjoyable and it's also wacky you can tell they're like enjoying the wackiness it reminded me in a way of like it's a lesser ver- a far lesser version but like it's a version of Jericho and Tanahashi or King where it's like these fuckers are just out here having a blast doing goofy <laughs> shit <laughs> I love yeah. it because like I-, I don't know why I loved it but I did even though I know like this shit was stupid but whatever yeah I- it was like I saw people losing their minds over it really i i thought it was like i'm like if you're out here talking about how unironically great this is i don't know i can't agree with that but it's like a complete goofy like it's funny like with this and the firefly fun i was talking about this is what wrestling needs to be and all this stuff i vehemently disagree with that because i'm like they just need to entertain they need to just entertain with the wrestling. Like there's there's a way to do that. This company just chooses otherwise. So like no, watch more like like people that say that make me think they're not actually fans of wrestling. Like so um so I I, I vehemently reject that argument like 
this is what wrestling needs to turn into. Like, no, wrestling is just fine. Like, I just saw um, the the fucking Bucks and and uh, Kenny and Hangman. I just fucking saw Wrestle Kingdom. I just fucking saw uh, you know some of those Mayu Itani matches. Hell, I just watched some goddamn Kenzo Gobashi the other week. I just watched some Aja Kong the other week. Like, no, wrestling is right. plenty entertaining. You just need to fucking do the shit right. Yeah, that is like, look. I think the reason why both of the two non-match matches worked so splendidly well was because, like, we know sh- the matches would have sucked. That's that's another good point. We both know that, like, unknown devices Bray Wyatt versus John Cena, with John Cena being a person that like stinks when he's rusty, and and given also adding in his age, and then the fact that a Undertaker is so beat up and so broke up, and nah, the match would not be good in the ring, uh, and it makes you wonder, like. You know, what are the value of these things in the future if you can't really or if you feel kind of hesitant on doing it in front of a live audience? Like once you get people back, like uh-huh. doing a Bray Wyatt or, you know, a Firefly Funhouse match with, I don't know, Brock Lesnar or somebody at SummerSlam or Survivor Series sounds cool until you realize, like, yeah, but that means like you got to have people that paid money basically come in spend money on parking and sit there and sit there for 20 minutes looking at a screen it's like i think the, i think the crowd will be i think it's worth trying at least once to see how the crowd reacts and if it kills the crowd or not but you always have that risk of it doesn't work and then like you're just like oh, okay this is only when it's a mer- case of emergency type of thing mm-hmm. or you could just like do this as like a network special or some shit yeah, like I'm. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll talk about it um, when we get to the Cena match. But like I watched that and I was like, part of this, parts of the shit just feels like him when he was like out of his mind on um, or not out of his mind, but when he was like hilarious with with Jericho on South Park Regional Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like I'm just fooling. I'm, I remember what the '80s were. I'm just going to turn it up and be the muscle, the, the body guy, the same way that he was doing the um, basically like the Lance Russell shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I. I is better than any match I thought they were going to have for real. So good for them. Like I don't know what a, I don't have a rating for it, but I really yeah. enjoyed it. If I had to give it a rating, I'd probably say like three and three quarters. <laughs> but like yeah. it's not a wrestling match, so I, I wouldn't even do that. Yeah. Um. So uh, I think day one personally watched day two. Um. So on to day two, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Yep. For me. It's the best match of the uh, of WrestleMania. Uh, I gave it four stars. Uh, Rhea came out with a little bit of different gear. Charlotte came out. Uh, this opened day two, and Charlotte won the NXT Championship. Well, can we? T- okay, so the match went long, and the match was very good. And one thing I want to mention about the match is like, well, and I've heard I heard one other review for this, and like they made the same comments that I made. Um, is like I watched this match, and I'm hearing two people beating each other up and trying to you know grapple out grapple each other and like they are they are screaming or not screaming like they are yelling and grunting and making uh, like flick. my point was that like it made me think of like joshi that's what i was getting at but sure if you want to say it sounded like a flick fine um, <laughs> anyway like <clears throat> Yo, there was one, there was one time when Rhea sold, bro. She sounded like someone actually hit her with a shotgun. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> like the way she jumped, like 
I need to find it and then take a video of it, and you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was so I was like, who's coaching her to do this? Whoever did it, whoever it is, they need to fucking stop. Well, I think there were points in the match where I thought it went longer than it. I thought the match probably went like three minutes too long. Um, I feel like they could have. Um, I feel like they overdid it with Charlotte's unsuccessfully over and over and over trying to get to her leg over and over and over. Um, so uh, it, that that was part of me that was kind of like, okay, get to it, get to it, get to it. Like the cat and mouse game, I understand that, but you're making Charlotte like fail too often. But whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was a really good match. I mean, I don't, I don't, um, I don't like the idea of the finish of the win. Um. As I mentioned earlier, feels like you know we're, we're doing some getting even here from before Survivor Series and <laughs> at Survivor Series, uh, and the other shoe was always going to drop. And if you think about this feud, it was like wow, they totally made Rhea Ripley look like she was outclassed. Right, they gave up on her in four months. Right, your I'll let you get to your point. I'm not going to steal your thunder like about you know the the NXT Women's Title and oh, the. Yeah. You know, I'll let you handle that in a second, but I'm like, they saw Charlotte mean nothing, and I absolutely mean nothing yep. for months, um, you know, in the ratings or anything. And I guess their idea now is she needs to be the champion or whatever. But now I'm looking at that ladder match. There's a reason that Bianca wasn't in there. I don't now. know who won that ladder match. I don't know who won that ladder match either. Okay. It, well, Just it, it, make- well, no spoilers are out. So, like, Just, it, it, want to make sure. So, looking at all the people that are in it, it's like, well, uh, Charlotte's obviously a heel. So, we're thinking about there's Dakota Kai, there's Io Shirai, there's Candice, there's Mia Yim, and there's one more person I can't think of. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Okay. So, all those baby faces or all those, there's a lot of heels in there. So, is Io a baby face now? Well, um, they, they, they kind of. I think that they're trying to move her back to being a babyface because when she came back, when she um, was the emergency, uh, you know, um, person against um, Aaliyah, they made sure to say that the person that injured Zaya, or sorry, Zia, was Aaliyah. It wasn't. They were trying to make sure that y'all know that, like, don't think that like she injured her. She just came back. She came out and you know whatever else. So. I think they're, you know, we don't have a crowd right now, so we know how they're doing it. But like, I think they're, you know, because she's already getting cheered even when she was being when she was a heel. Like, they're just gonna just move her right back to being a baby face. Yeah, um, they just wanted to really get the 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 stardom look out for her. Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we gotta we gotta turn you into our own image. Like, you can't be out here looking like you know, yeah. uh, you can't like, be out here yeah. looking like yourself. You got we gotta come out here and make you look darker. We got we we have to we have to my time you. We have to <laughs> yeah. And my timeify you. You really don't want Io because Charlotte just won the belt. She ain't about to lose the shit right away. Right. Um, so I'm kind of now Candace. I, Candace um, looking at her in that spot, and uh, I don't. I just want to quell something right now. No one has ever, and I mean ever, benefited from losing to Charlotte. It's never happened. It never will happen. Stop defending lunacy. Wait, long term or immediately? Both. Okay, 
Alright, so the one answer would be Becky. But she won. No, 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 no. What I mean is like she pinned her at SummerSlam 2018. The crowd lost her shit. They rejected everything they were doing with that storyline. WWE had no choice, or, or not, they had plenty of choice, but like, after being told, no, this dog will not hunt, you will not, you know, get off this shit with Becky or Charlotte, they decided to acquiesce, and now they have the big, they have their biggest star in the company. But that was basically, oh, basically. because the, basically they booked so bad that the crowd rejected as much, but that's more to do with the crowd being sick of the company than actually, or whatever. It, it ties in with Charlotte, but um, yeah. that's one of those, like, you know, uh, what's like, it called? Out, it's, an outlier that, it, it's an outlier that proves the rule more than anything else. But I get what you're saying, yeah. It's like you're asking for the worst case scenario in that case, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, all these people that are trying to, like, establish identity of their own, like, there's no more Bianca there. I don't know what Rhea's doing because she's not obviously going to be going back at her yet. Maybe uh, the idea is, like, maybe Rhea, like, maybe they have a, a takeover match in the future or whatever else, and Rhea just wins it back. I don't know. Yeah, that's maybe. I that's think that makes more sense than anything else. That's probably what they're gonna do. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't like because, like, so you're gonna pull Rhea and Bianca up at the same time? Like, fuck you, Vince! Like, you really trying to you, you're really trying to mess up this division? Like, we can't just have no women's division that's running oh, all cylinders. We gotta just break the shit up. Like, they're gonna uh, pull Shayna, Rhea, and Bianca all up in like the span of like. Four months. That's but, devastating. But, and Char- Charlotte's gonna like just go ahead and go through all of them. Like she's gonna go through <laughs> Bianca. She's gonna go through Rhea. Who's next? This is is gonna be Candice. EO want to smoke and, and beat them all. Like and everybody's just gonna tell us, you know, it, this is awesome. Isn't Charlotte just great? Isn't she just something? It's like, yo, man, I can appreciate the match that that they did. Right. But look. <laughs> they need to stop this because they they gonna they gonna fuck it up. They gonna poison it. Yeah. Um. It, it's a it's a weird situation they're in with uh, Charlotte and Ed. And yeah, I mean we'll see what they do. But I I I, I, I have the same concerns you do. Um. I already have the concerns. It's like oh damn, Bianca's gone. Like, all right. Like she never got to win the fucker. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like okay, so. There's nobody that's obvious, like next in line to be a potential next champion, except for EO. And I'm like, I don't think that bodes well for EO because, you know, they don't like to do things the right way in NXT or they like to do them, but they like to prolong the shit for fucking ever. Even though EO is supposedly a heel, and he loved him some heels, uh, Vince, or not Vince, but Triple H, but like, who knows where, where they come in with that one. So I, you know. Speaking of that, speaking of that, so the NXT title is back on a heel now. We had four months. We had four months after going after going through basically like twenty two out of twenty four months with a heel reign as in the champion that division. Yep, right back to it. Boy, um, uh, yeah, and just some of the stuff I'm seeing, like about yeah, I don't know. I, I think people are. It's it's like we've been here before with Charlotte, and they've recycled all the same arguments that they were making of why this is good for Oscar, why this is good for Sasha Banks, why this is good for <laughs> for anybody yeah. else. Like eventually, they'll get that big big win eventually, and it's like nah, like the only person that got the quote unquote big big win was like Bailey, and that was on Raw, and then she lost, and or no. Or no, and then she just like she wanted to like they should have saved it for WrestleMania, but they just uh, Bianca just debuted. 
on Raw. Um, yeah, so... Um, anyway, so... Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley is yeah. next. Um, I like that match. It was short, and it was like no one could, well, no one could possibly care. Yeah, I, I, I didn't care. Um, <laughs> two Nor should you. Like it's 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 Bobby Lashley and Lana, and it's Alistair Black being forced to work with this dude that like has nothing going for him. Yeah, except the pants. He busts out the pants for WrestleMania. Good what do you him. think of the Bobby Lashley pants look? They look like le- like a far less flashier version of the Ricochet pants. He needs to um, do something about the boots that he was wearing with that because they were like a different color. Like, <laughs> the boots. like I think he had white trim on the boots with the black boots. I was like, bro, what the fuck is the white trim doing there? Um, so I don't know. Bobby Lashley usually has hard gear, but um, this ain't. He comes out with the drawers on. Yeah, this ain't it. Like, yeah, uh, usually, he, yeah we make make my note of the finishes. Like, Bobby Lashley looks like he he could put him away. Lana says, "Go for the go for the spear." He puts him down like a dumbass. Goes for the spear and he catches a black mass. And it's like, okay, so I guess they're breaking that up soon. Lana and yep, uh, did, yeah. did all that to yeah, that uh, looked, yeah. yeah, that looked like some real um, AJ AJ Lee and Daniel Bryan WrestleMania twenty eight. Yeah. Um, so up next, we got Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Dolph yes, Ziggler sir. WrestleMania match and. Went well. Yes, went very well. Um, so I gave it three stars. We still don't know why the fuck, like Sonya Blade or Sonya came out there dressed like Roman Reigns, the, the <laughs> female version. <laughs> okay, uh, I I just I mean we still don't know why Sonya in um, Ziggler in cahoots. Maybe we'll figure that out. Maybe we won't. I we'll see. Um, but yeah, like simple man. They telling this story like you know why. Oh yeah. yeah, like that's 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 how they're giving it to us. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't watch the show. Like Brock Lesnar. Even I if you, even if you, even if you did, like even if you did, you still don't know. And like that's what the video package is for. And the video package ain't explain why the fuck they're hanging out together. Like, why are you pushing her towards Ziggler? It makes no sense. Eventually they'll have to explain it or not, but whatever. We got what we got what we wanted. We got we got Mandy and I know why. I know why she she pushed him towards Ziggler. I told y'all he's, last he's week. still why. out here on this on this one, huh? I told y'all last week why. Look, your explanation is better than no explanation. So yes, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. So, so, me, the, so the oldest get them draws? Um I would like. Do, to does he have? Does he have Mandy saved in the phone under GTD? <laughs> Got new draws, dog. <laughs> okay, so I I don't know. I have. I would. I, I. Okay. Storyline wise, um, you know, this is kind of quick. I think they need to build towards, you know. I think they need to build towards the appropriate oh, time. I think, I think yeah. they need to build to the appropriate because there's still some more weeks you can get out of this stuff with all with the whole man with the whole Mandy and Ziggler thing. Like you can get a ta- you can get a, a mixed match tag out of that or whatever else. You can get a you know maybe the reveal of Mustafa Ali or whoever else was the hacker or Gold Dust with GDV. Um, but eventually, there will come a time when it's time. 
for us to uh, let it for it to be known for us that uh, <laughs> that Otis laid that gun on Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll leave it at that. We can move on from there. <laughs> oh, we know what's next. Oh my god. Edge versus Randy oh, Orton. Shit. My fucking god. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. Flat out, I hated it. I hated the whole match. The whole thing can go to hell, burn in a in a river, or excuse me, burn in a river that is lit on fire. Um <laughs> like half star. Um this was the second longest WrestleMania match of all time. These two beat the shit out of each other, but not really. It was just boring as fuck. No, 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 no. You can beat the fuck out of someone and it'd be boring. And this was one of those cases where people beat the fuck out of each other. It was boring. And I think like, a lot of that was because, like, they had for me, no, they had no ideas. Just well, bash into like a wall. Into I think the, the idea was that we're in the PC, so let's use the PC to our advantage. The problem is they've been better off because you know they would have done the stuff where it's like, okay, they're outside the ring, and eventually they're going to leave out the out the ring and maybe up the stairs or whatever else, you know, around the fans and towards the you know the um you know the uh, production equipment stuff and someone to fall off some shit like that, but. They didn't have that, so instead they used the LA Fitness, <laughs> and it went too long. Then they went out there and they used the garage stuff, and it it just didn't it didn't work on a way that that got most people. Like it got me, but like that's not saying much. Everyone else hated it except for me. Um, so you know it, you know just like I say, like it's just not supposed to be meant to be for audience of one of Vince McMahon. It's not supposed to be meant for audience of one of James Boyd. So it, it, most people hated it, so it failed. Period. Yeah, this was a um, a classic, a Randy Orton special. Good feud, get to the big match, and then <laughs> let down, massive let down. Uh, kind of feel bad for Edge, especially. I watched his uh, WWE Twenty Four really good, and I hope he actually gets a chance to work some regular matches because that's kind of what he trained for. So he's doing this walking brawl shit, and it was like. La Parka thought this uh, was too much walking and brawling. Okada and Omega thought this match went too long. Um, Go Shiozaki and, and no, what's his shit. name thought, thought these two guys uh, were being un- uninteresting. Like it, this was like this was torture. Uh, Meltzer was on Twitter destroying it, and he loves both of these guys. Uh, this man was damn near trying to will Randy Orton onto voters' ballots for the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame last year. Uh, I think this match is going to go a long way into <laughs> not, you know, not helping uh, Orton's case. Um, all this, all these promos about how they're all going to kick each other's asses. They kicked each other's ass, but the match it wasn't just, boring. Like that's the thing when people. I think the thing that, I think the thing that people like um, get themselves into trouble with is like they explain the reason why they like things, um, and then like they leave themselves no room for what like even though they did the stuff you didn't you liked or whatever else didn't work like so for example like when professional wrestling I like is matches that go to a certain amount of time to where eventually because of the crisp technical work of working over body part or, or changing wrestling holds or kicking each other's ass with strikes or whatever else or slams or throwing each other around 
people get to reach a point of desperation because they're in pain and they're exhausted from the fight and then you go from there they did all that it just wasn't very entertaining to a lot of people like that's the same thing that I was talking about with the uh, the Australia match with Go Undertaker and um, Triple H they did all that stuff that make the selling believable but just because you did all that doesn't necessarily mean that it's you you know you you know like it's not like baking where like if you replicate everything like yeah it's not necessarily formulates where like if you do everything to this particular you know tea like you're going to come out with the perfect cake nah sometimes it's not going to work like some like it's not baking so and this was a situation where like I see all the stuff they did and I saw you know there wasn't as much thought from a storyline perspective as far as like the narrative of um, the twists and turns in the match it's very simplistic but. Um, it, it did play into the, uh, the storyline terms of the, you know, wh- how they got into this thing when it had ended with a concerto, right? So like it told the story, but it, you know, I feel like most wrestling matches ha- tell two stories, the story of the action in the ring and then the story of how the action in the ring plays into whatever storyline they were doing to, during the build. And it did one, it didn't do the other. And the other one I think is always more important than the second one, because the first one is like the most simple bit professional wrestling is like is this fun and exciting yes after that everything else is is like just uh the the frosting on the cake if you will it's like you I told said a lot about <laughs> cakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was gonna say you, you told me this story and like the story just like sucked. Like, right. <laughs> like you still like a you still told the story, but b it just didn't work. Like, and I, this I don't know. This is a big failure. I think it, a lot of people were looking forward to this match, yeah. and this was like yeah, oh, and it's a, but, but, like epic proportions. And the problem is, this is one of those matches that like we said about like it played into the build like the match wasn't exciting and it didn't like excite you in the sense of x y and z in the match like built up it escalated uh in a way that was uh enjoyable and satisfying and exciting what it did was it went from it told the story of what the build was so like they come to the back and if this is live show this is like you did exactly what i want i appreciate that thank you but the other half is like this match stunk. This this is one of those classic. Vince is gonna love this match. The crowd didn't like it. Yeah, uh, and not to mention they did that Benoit um, part where oh yeah, they, yeah. they, they yeah. put it just head in the waves and Twitter had Benoit trending. Um, yeah, there was just it was. I, I can't believe they came out here and did this. Cause I remember I, about I want to say maybe about eighteen minutes into the match, I had sent something out like wow. This is this year's Triple H match, and then it went twenty more minutes. Like, <laughs> so like, cool. like, oh man. So yeah, I gave this zero point five. Yeah, people hate, people hated this match. I'm just wrong on it, and it, it, it is what it is. Um. So up next, we had uh, the Street Profits against uh, Angel Garza and Austin Theory, like a Raw TV match, yep, fun uh, short but- TV match that wasn't had you know no real twists and turns just a simple match yeah um but the biggest news here is bianca comes out for the save after um you know zelina vegas is doing her and karana's and super kicks to uh montez she's very upset with that she comes in whoops that ass yeah and uh hits her with the kod and bianca is called up now yeah uh she they, they did a rematch of the same tag match just a second ago um 
and Bianca came out, and then they ran a Bianca versus Zelina match, and Bianca basically walked the dog with her, and then it ter- broke into a uh, you know a three on three match, and uh, the baby faces cleared the ring. So it looks like she's on the main roster, and good for her. Um, long time coming. She should have been up here over a fucking year. Um, I'm sad that she's gone. I'm sad that she didn't become NXT Women's Champion, um, but. She's, she's, look, we've been talking about this for years now, and the futures bets thing, like, if I had to pick anyone um, to become a future star out of what's on the developmental roster, and this was a couple years ago, or maybe a year ago, Bianca would, if she wasn't number, if she wasn't at the top of the list, she'd been the top of the list, she would been number one, so I'm, um, I'm happy, and I can't wait to see how this goes, because if they fuck her up, I have no... I'm. <laughs> that's the it for me. <laughs> like, oh, like, this is the one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember I think I said to you one time, like, remember how like bummed out you were when like they fucked up Sasha? Like, that's how I'm gonna be when like with Bianca. Like, she's the one. Like, I feel like she's a bigger star in the making than than Sasha was, honestly. But we'll see. We'll see how they fuck this one up. Hopefully, they don't. Please don't fuck this up. Please. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Sasha, uh, and <laughs> she was in a five-way <laughs> and not even eliminated last. The uh, Sasha, Sasha Banks of WrestleMania ineptitude uh, streak continues. Did you know she's zero and five now at WrestleMania? Is now James? Let's see. WrestleMania thirty-two, she lost because of Ric Flair. WrestleMania yep. thirty-three, she was she just, was she second to last to get pinned. Yep. Second last year pin. WrestleMania 34, she's on the pre-show, got eliminated by Bailey, who then got eliminated by Naomi, which was yep. supposed to lead to a storyline of Sasha versus Bailey that never happened. Whatever. Uh, WrestleMania 35, she lost the tag titles after winning the just weeks before uh, as an inaugural champions to the Iconics, who then like ruined that whole division and the notion of them actually like doing anything with a women's tag division. Uh, and now this, yes, yeah, she's over five. Wow, that's that's impressive. Like there had to be a new Undertaker, but we didn't know it was going to be this way. The Reverse Undertaker, well, Reverse Undertaker, Sasha Banks. Who knew? Um. Yeah, uh, Fatal Five Way. I didn't even realize what was happening until the final two. Really? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, like, and I was I was pleasantly surprised at at Bailey retaining here, right? Because when I saw that final two, I was like, you were dreading. Oh, oh no, they're about to build up. Ba- <laughs> they like, about to build up. The- I was like, to- it's it's the Lacey push. I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, like <laughs> so, um, uh, Naomi uh, was in this match. Oh yes, and, she was. Uh, Tamina was in this match. Yes, she was. Lacey, Sasha, Bailey. But back to Naomi. So, after going real life viral, mm-hmm. we discussed on this show. We had some uh, discussions on Twitter about it. We had groups group chats about it with um you know uh folks that are in our group chats and um, i don't know why you ain't saying the name because i'm gonna say the name i'm gonna leave <laughs> you um, okay i just want to say that uh we was right um yeah, unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately like in these situations like i wanted i so badly want to be wrong 
I'm going to be like, no, they're going to come through and they're going to fix this and it's going to be great and you're going to really enjoy it, James, and you're just going to have to be out here and like, I was wrong, this is awesome. I want to be wrong all the time when it comes to WWE and this stuff, but most times I'm not, just not. Um, and you keep in mind, like, I'm not a person that's heavy on the, you know, doom and gloom. I think that's more your forte now, but nah, man, it, it just didn't work out. Like, I think, um, I think it was like immediately after, uh, Naomi started doing jobs, uh, like a week or two after, uh, Royal Rumble that like they were saying, um, Caleb was saying like, you know, like, you know, there's this big show and I was like, we were like, why the fuck is she doing job if she, jobs if she went viral? And he goes and says something along the lines of, you know, there's this big show in April, right? And I was like, okay, let's say they're, let's say that she, that is what they're planning on doing. You think getting, what's going to get him over, get her over is her fucking losing in the, in the intermediary time between that and me, meantime. And sure enough, that wasn't the plan. They were just beating her, which means like, they, they had no plans for it. They didn't care about the fact that she got herself over. They they didn't give a shit about that. They wanted to go on and do this. Actually, they didn't know what they wanted to do. And then they said, Correct. "Well, let's let's do Sasha versus Bailey." But but what is too is too close to WrestleMania. We haven't built that properly. All right. Well, let's use WrestleMania as this, as a thing to put you on the track towards it. It's like, okay, that's I I've seen worse. But I feel like if that was your plan and I feel like you should have you know you should have done something else like they could have done the Naomi thing but whatever they screwed the pooch on that but they should have done Naomi or Sasha and it was funny because there was either there was the, the quote unquote Naomi mob versus the Sasha army and they're arguing yeah. about who, who should have been in it who should have done this and the answer is nobody wins <laughs> yeah, yeah both. Um, so they just had Bianca pull her Rhea Ripley So, so they had Bianca make the save, but before she made the save, she had to stand at the top of the joint and spin her hair around first and do the whole pose and then run in and save. Yeah. (sighs) These people. Um, yeah, um, the match was the match. Uh, it unfortunately was not to mean a time. I was kind of upset over that. Uh, so, uh, oh, well, you live and you learn. Look, uh, she got laid out. She she cleared. She whooped a bunch of ass, and then all four of them eventually got her to the ground, and all four of them hit their hit their top rope move on her, and then they all like they dog pile pinned her and got her the fuck out of there. That was amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, then so, Naomi got. Then Naomi went wild. She got pinned, then, or by uh, Sasha with a backstab and a bank statement. They're not pinned, but uh, made to tap out. Then uh, from there, they dragged Lacey's ass. They, or I think I think they basically were double teaming Lacey, and then Sasha ended up getting hit by Bailey, and then. Uh, Lacey could have. Lacey had to cover. Bailey didn't make the save when she could have. She just let it happen, and then uh, you know Sasha's out the ring forever, and you just you see her on the ground for a second, like oh she's gonna come and interfere, and the, and the rest of the match was the final two, and sure enough she did, and then um, Bailey ended up retaining her title, and then Sasha handed her the belt, which makes me think like if they're if they have a brain, they'll have. Sasha go back and watch the match from WrestleMania, see that she didn't save her, have issues about it, and then they'll go from there. But we'll see. Yep. Um. Yeah, they'll have to show me. <laughs> I'm, look, I don't know what they could possibly do to make me like care about Sasha versus Bailey after 
what they've done to them over the last three years. Like they tease that they tease that thing forever, 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 and ever. And now it's like y'all the boys are crying wolf. I don't give a fuck. Boy. Whatever, like I watch your match. I watch the matches when they have because of Sasha and his Bailey, but that's it. Now I don't give a fuck about the story. Yeah, uh, this Bailey character doesn't work for me at all. Um, I think she's had an abominable like reign on top, and I don't know if it's the opponents. I don't know if how they're making her wrestle, um, but I think like I don't know. I don't know why they're not doing. I don't know why they're not letting her do good matches or whatever, but every time I've tuned in, it's just like, what is this? Like, <laughs> so, um, up next, we have the Firefly Funhouse match. Now, I did not rate this match either. <laughs> However, <laughs> yeah, I rated it as strangely compelling. Mm-hmm. It was called the Firefly Funhouse match. I found it compelling for John Cena. I found nothing compelling in what Bray Wyatt was doing. I found no art in it. I found no like um, no brilliance on Bray Wyatt's behalf. This was the John Cena show, uh, and this was like I don't like like I thought I was compelled by it, but I don't know what any of it really meant. Like, I, I understand, like, yeah, you're running through all these parts of his career, and then, like, it just kind of ends, and I'm like, well, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, I, I'm i like, huh? Like, I, Okay, so I think the idea is, bear with me, I'm making, I'm about to, I'm, let me stretch out these hamstrings, give me a second. Okay, so. I'd have been over Alright, so. On the side. If the idea is that, like, the Firefly Funhouse has always been, like, um, Bray Wyatt's mind or state of mind or psyche um, in the in the midst of all the flattering that he's done over the years, and that the fiend and the fiend is like a defense mechanism built to save his save his uh, his psyche or whatever else. So that's why he's a boogeyman. He's unbeatable. Um, if the idea is that the that's a place where he can go to do that, then I guess the idea is supposed to stretch to where like it can also become or it can occupy the same space as like John Cena's as well I don't know but basically they ran through basically what they did was they ran through like the ruthless aggression stuff and like he's almost like Freddy Krueger in a way to where it's like he's in John Cena's mind and like, for lack of a better word dreams but um he's a person that is like unstoppable and like there's nothing he can do like he you know he you know he ducks underneath every time he goes for the goes to punch angle, which is Bray Wyatt in this case, and ducks and makes him a fool. Um, there's a part where we're talking about how like going through the insecurities of John Cena with the uh, you know he's just a body guy, and then it shows him doing the the, cur- the ridiculous amount of curls, and then like he curls so much that his arms are shot. So he starts to, tries to punch Bray, and he's ineffectual because his arms are shot because he's doing too many lifts too much weights. There's also the Bischoff Hogan stuff. There, uh, whatever, what, whatever. So, like, what did Eric Bischoff ever be in the Wolfpack? I don't. I, I don't think. Know. I think the illusion is that like Cena has left WWE, so now he's gone to Hollywood, much the same way that, that Hulk Hogan went Hollywood went in NWO. But it's like, okay, whatever. So then they went from there, and like they eventually end up having a ring that they're in, and the Fiend basically like lays him out with a move, and like the ref is fucking. 
Bray Wyatt himself, which is like, how is it, how did that get sanctioned? But whatever, like we're way past that. It's like it's not a match. It's stuff that happened and ended. Whatever. Like the only thing I'm shocked of is that they actually they didn't cut back to the commentary and be like, so um, up next is John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Like that shit, they act like that shit like actually didn't happen or whatever. That's funny. That yes, funny. Um, like. Uh, what was I gonna say? But like, I, I was compelled by it, but it was like, well, what? I don't get it. it. Like, what's it next? Nothing. nothing. And, and then Caleb said the same thing to me. It was like, he's like, don't even worry about it. It meant nothing. No, like, it's, <laughs> no, it means nothing. It's just, it's a like. It was like they hand him the chair. They flash back to WrestleMania 30. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I, about I that. It. I forgot about that retcon part too. As far as like the, yeah, you know, you know, they also did the part where they did allusions to the fact that like John Cena, uh, you know, called an audible or whatever else, or he, or he did the unthinkable like Goldberg, like he defied the he. <laughs> He, he defied he the booking. He's not following the script. He's he didn't not following the script. And shit! Get the fuck out of here, man! Like that's the person. That's some. Of, that's one of the things I didn't like. But sorry, he, he had him dress up as you know Thugonomics, you know, uh, yeah. where he was. Of course, he had to throw in some gay shit, like yeah, in the yeah. rhyme. Yeah, like he's rhyming and, and and he's like, "You're just a bully," because the only thing you like, he's alluding to the fact that like he's over, like Cena can like just eat you up on the mic with promos in a way that's like unproductive in the traditional sense of like if they were cutting promos back and forth in the 90s or the 80s like the people that he said stuff to in certain ways like Miz for example when he Jimmy tapped him it's stuff that's like somebody goes to their trunk over this stuff uh so so yeah um so that's part of it. that was part of it as well and then he talked about like how oh so you're just rhyming like everything you do is rhyme is make it's more like ineffectual stuff that they'll play with like seeing his mind it's like i see where you're coming in and whatever but there's certain things that make me like that's not exactly fully what you're going for so it muddies up what the idea was and you know i only saw it one time and i'm not going to go back to it no time soon to watch like, it again but nothing was like bigger every time they showed him like in the same every new persona was like wow he was even more of a superstar he's even more of a superstar and i'm like oh okay i actually like this more than the um than the uh boneyard match really but, yeah i did huh. but i don't i just don't know what it all really meant nothing like, that's it didn't mean like, like this exhibition I didn't match phone, i didn't put my phone down once during this like i was like as soon as he came out in the 2002 Cena gear, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, also, it was a roll color 2002 Cena gear too. I was like, "What is this?" Mm-hmm. I, I was like, "I, I, I get it, but I don't because like, I, I, whatever." But it, 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 it was um, <sighs> it was interesting. I, I, I like the Boneyard match better because like it's more, it, it's uh, it's far less heads in the cloud and it's far. A lot less left for up for interpretation. Everyone, um, remember what I said before. This is not the future of wrestling. This no, is not what wrestling no. needs to be. No. Wrestling is wrestling. It's been around a hundred fucking years. If wrestling becomes this, it will die. Like, like, like the shit's interesting or whatever. It's like that. This is like that in the Boneyard match. That shit is change of pace stuff. That is not supposed to be the backbone of what is supposed to sell. What you're supposed to sell to your consumers. It's not going to work. No, yeah. not not in a successful real way. Like. No, um, so. regardless, of how, regardless of how much Josh thinks otherwise, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, up next we got the WWE title match: Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. Um, and a much more like you know, um, Drew McIntyre wins the championship. Um, 
you know, Claymores versus the F5s. He kicks out of like three of them. Um, as I mentioned earlier, these these formulaic matches, they're just a, a soul suck. Um, and I just dread for when Brock comes back now. You shared this meme that you saw, um, like the Brock <laughs> cycle. And it's like, wow, we're just at another part of the Brock Lesnar cycle right here. So yeah. um, it's amazing that uh, – and Drew McIntyre also making the uh, the Roman Reigns fans furious because Drew gets that clean win over Brock yeah. um, at WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> Which is also funny because at the time when he won uh, uh, SummerSlam, when Braun had the cash and distraction shit or whatever else, they got the crowd into it. They loved it. They said how genius it was and everything. Even though we told them that was cap shit and bullshit and yep. that shit ain't going to change what people think of him after they did that. They should just went out here and beat that man and this is only going to do is delay the other one. They're going to have to have another fucking match even though nobody wants to see those two have matches ever again. And sure yep. enough, like, you look at last year's WrestleMania... Seth beat him clean. They're upset. Seth beat him clean, or, or, or Seth beat him uh, at WrestleMania. Seth, then Seth beat him clean at uh, Survivor Series both times. They were upset. Now, it, now because Roman, now because basically uh, with with Seth Rollins and with uh, uh, Drew McIntyre, it kind of exposes. Uh, you also throw in Luchas of Diesel. Kind of exposes it like Vince has a type. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like it shows that the type got to the top, and it now it makes him threaten, and it feels like it takes some for the merits of how how they feel about Roman Reigns. It's like, nah, man, stop it. Roman Reigns is good. Drew McIntyre is good. Seth Rollins is good. Those dudes, they just have to be the per- look like people that Vince wants to push. It is what it is. Y'all have no problem. These same Lesnar or uh, Roman fans have no problems of pointing out his uh, his his type for uh, for blondes, but. Can't be Roman in love. Yeah, so, yeah. but it, it is what it is. Roman's good, and he's also getting pushed. That's supposed to be the recipe of success in WWE. You have to be good, talented, and Vince has to like you. Yeah, and and there's a like you know a little bit of other shit that's like what takes you to the superstar level. Oh yeah, yeah. So it also helps to be like somebody that like Vince knew when they were kids in the locker room. That oh yeah, as well. like, yeah. Like Charlotte and Rick and Randy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and Roman. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I meant when I said Rick, I meant Rick, I meant Roman. Sorry. Yeah. So, so, yeah, the only person that we got uh, the Rock. Uh, look, the only, the only person we we can hope that's going to knock Charlotte off is Simone Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid as shit. <laughs> anyway, that was WrestleMania 36. Um, oh man. Go. Not not loaded with great wrestling, but you know, in the circumstances, it was uh, it was all right. You know, I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, um, I probably get his. You know, if you do the two thumbs up, two thumbs down system, probably give it like one and a half thumb. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know what else really. Uh, I mean, there was um AEW last week. Uh, there was NXT last week. There's a big NXT this Wednesday. Um, I like the AEW uh, show this week more than last week's show. Last week, two weeks ago, I was kind of concerned. I thought the empty arena format was kind of run on fumes because when they took away that live audience or when they cut it dramatically down um, to like less than 10 people out there, like it felt like it felt like it just wasn't enough and then this week i felt like it had that life that two weeks ago it had 
in the smaller um, joint. Yeah. Um, I thought that uh, Trent and Kenny was great. I gave it four flat stars. Um, I loved the squash match between, between oh my god oh yeah. my god that is that was a four and a half star squash match oh i love that thing oh. yeah, <laughs> he just beat the shit out of that dude like i don't think he even went to a knee for for uh for marco did he uh, he didn't go off his feet yeah like he uh, he sold for him like oh he got dazed by some head kicks and what the like but he even yeah. gone down to a knee he just like murdered that dude and then the post match even better because like there was a spot where he basically pounced him um and i was like I remember saying in the message to y'all, the only way it has been better is if he had, when he had pounced him, he would have bounced, pounced him over the top rope into like where Orange Cassidy and everybody else were on the babyface side of the, of the ramp mm-hmm. or not ramp, but the barricade. They did me one better. Probably after the match, <laughs> they're up on, on the apron and he chokes slams, picks him up and goozles him, lifts him up and then choke throws this fucker. Marco stunt into Orange Cassidy so hard that Orange Cassidy couldn't catch oh, Mark, little Marvel stunt and fell. It was fucking awesome and hilarious and clearly sca- hor- horrifying, safely horrifying. Because it's like he wasn't gonna land on his head, he wasn't gonna whip or nothing like or his neck or anything like. But mm-hmm. it, he threw him into three dudes. But it was like it was also horrifying the idea of like he can pick up a, uh, he can pick up a, he's not, he's the si- size of a kid, but like he's, he's an adult. Man. He can yeah. pick up an adult and pick him up with one arm and f- toss this fucker with one arm like, probably like seven feet. <laughs> it, it was, it was magnificent. Um, yeah. I want more, I want more squashes like this. These are the squashes that get people over. Not, 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 you know, not the stuff that like Braun Strowman was doing half the time or that like, uh, um, Nia Jackson don't have the time. These mm. are the squashes that will that will that will, that will get me to tune in every single bro, week. Murder bro. more people. It was nuts, bro. Like I was like, yo, from awesome. the opening bell, like Margo Stunt like stares him down, and it's like, oh my god, are you are you on what kind what kind of crack they that hitting for? Like, oh no, and then I Murder more monster didn't, didn't play none of the disrespect, bro. It was awesome. Yeah, one of the great squash matches I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I, I think the first hour was was great. Um, the second hour wasn't as didn't keep up, but I thought the first hour was great. I was loving the first hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I like that Kenny match too, and he's fine. So, um, like I thought he might have landed on his neck, but it was his shoulder apparently. So um, he did do some dumb bump. What was it? Was it a? It was like a German suplex off the top or something like that. That's right. Yeah, he took a German suplex and like he landed horribly, but he landed on his shoulder more than his neck. But I was like, why would you even play in a situation where like if a couple degrees one one way, like that changes everything. Like don't do that. Don't even put yourself in that position. Yeah. Like somehow, like (laughs) he was like, Oh, I'm good. But those will catch up to you. Yeah. Like you look, I understand you te- I understand, like you know, your homeboy's Kota Bushi. I understand that you watch Stardom because Konami reference means obviously you've seen Mayu Batani. You are not either one of those two with your neck. You stop this right now for you fuck around and and kill yourself. Stop. Yeah, uh, Kenny's uh, keeping up the empty arena streak and he's kind of going on right now. Um, empty arena streak. The empty arena streak. I don't think there's a there's an empty arena person I want more than him right now. Oh man. Um, 
he's going to be tested uh, this week. I think he's got a tag match against the best friends, and he's teaming up with Michael Nakazawa. So that's going to be interesting uh, <laughs> to see how that, that plays off. Um, Is Hangman just not coming in for these tapings? Or he didn't come I, in for these tapings? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's he's close. Mm. So he's not traveling. So, um, And I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh, Anna Jay and Hikaru Shida. Um, so... Um, Nice little match here. Uh, Anna Jay looking like star out here. Sheeta looking like star. And um, looks like there's a Britt Baker Sheeta thing kind of getting spun into. They have a match this week. Um, Did they do uh, Swole versus Britt Baker on uh, Dark and I was unaware? They did that on Dynamite. I, oh, no, no, no. The week they were going to do that, I think, is when all the shit went down. Okay. Okay. So they had to shuffle the cards. Okay. So, um, but yeah, um, nice little, little match for, for Sheeta wasn't a super squash. So, um, they were obviously looking at Anna Jay and she ended up getting a contract. So she has signed with AEW. So, um, I don't think what else. And then of course we got the TNT, we got the secondary belt. Uh, we didn't, we haven't got a chance to talk about the secondary belt uh, for AEW. What, what are your thoughts on it? I, I talked with Floyd about it, and on I was on All Things Elite this week, and you know I did a big thing. So, uh, if you want to know my thoughts on that in a longer form rant, uh, check out that show. I'm gonna throw it to James. So we think on this. Yeah. Um, <coughs> is this TNT title a TV title? Just name, as far as I'm. It's just so it's like, really is really just second title. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think a TV title I'd be super into. I think a trios uh, title, given the fact that like they already have a thousand groups and pairings already, you know, showcased by the fact that like this company does a lot of trios matches. I think that would be a per- that would be perfectly fitting. Um, a secondary title seems like a participation trophy for eventually Cody and. If you feel like you need to give a participation trophy to Cody, I need you to get in a fucking time machine and go back and undo that dumb fucking stipulation. I'm never coming off that stipu- off of that stipulation. I'm going to hate that shit until the day I die, Rich. Anyway, um, I think the tournament's going to be cool because it's, you know, it's instant matchups. I think that uh, they're going to... I don't want to see Darby versus Cody again, even though they just did the angle um, in the main event of uh, last week's uh, Dynamite to set it up potentially in the second round. I don't think mm-hmm. I, I don't think you should do uh, Darby versus Cody three um, again this soon, um, unless you're going to have Darby just flat out win. But I figured it, you know, it would have been more of a uh, more of an achievement if Cody or sorry if Darby had been Cody at a later time after you know at a, on a bigger stage than this. It is well, what it maybe, is. Maybe for the TNT Championship. Yeah, like at a later time. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, that's still, you know, there's still a possibility that Sammy wins. And that, I mean, either way, like Sammy in the second round versus Cody, you could play into the first episode of Dynamite with the heel turn and the, you know him in the inner circle thing or whatever else and the dick kick. That that also you have and, a story and there. Of, of Cody wanting to fuck his wife, or excuse me, Sammy wanting to fuck his wife. <laughs> that lately over the last two weeks as well. So like either either one is good wherever they end up. Um, hopefully it's a clean finish and, and like one person is getting eliminated and then like come back in the second round and screw Cody because you know, of nonsense, whatever. So, um, 
I don't even know what the second half of that. I know Kenny's not in it, right? No. Our forces have colluded uh, to keep Kenny away. Um, Hangman's not in it. Nope. Yeah. uh, Everybody that was available that was at the taping or or could get there, like that's how they kind of made the brackets. But also one thing I noticed is, aside from Colt Cabana and Lance Archer, these are all people that Cody has beaten before. So they're protecting – they're not – like they're protecting a lot of matches here. And they're like – you know, I think it's smart in that case because um, I, I figure Lance Archer brutalizes yeah. Dustin in the semifinals. Yeah, he's like, he's, like a, he's Kate walking to the final. Yeah. Coke uh, Benham, I will not even show up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, either, basically, what I was getting at was either way, because Cody has been doing this like. You gotta earn your. You gotta earn getting to me, and um, like like the valiant baby face he is. You gotta earn getting to me with uh with Archer. So. That just screams that they're teasing that like they're gonna mean the final. I mean, and they could do that, but either way, if if it's Archer versus Darby or Archer versus Cody, that's a great final. So we uh-huh. win either way. Um, so my pick would be Darby, Cody, or or the favorites would be Darby, Cody, or Archer. Any of those three would make great uh, next cha- or champions. You can go from yep. there. Yep. So. Um... Should be pretty interesting here. Um, you know, I would have liked the trio's belt instead here. I yeah. think establish that one first and then come with the, um, you know, second singles title. Because um, now if you do a trio's title, it kind of seems like it's, you know, lower. Um, yeah. There's a better word. And, you know, I know people say, yeah, they're going to do the trio's tournament on the boat next year and all that. But I'm like, you don't know that. Yeah, we don't know that. There's a lot that could change. Look, we don't even know if there's. We don't even know if there's even going to be a boat thing oh. next year. We might be in the house for the next year, for all we know. Yeah, people yeah. Are taking this shit for granted. Yeah, yeah, and um, and it's like, fuck, like, and I'm just like thinking about all the like the months like leading up to like blood and guts. Like this shit was set to like just yep. like explode in yep, peace. Like what? How many weeks did they? How many weeks did they put over um, the cage match with with um, with, um, um Wardlow? Was that like six weeks? Some shit like that. They, they announced it on January first. They did it February nineteenth. So like six weeks almost. Yeah. 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 Um, we're probably actually more like seven weeks or whatever. But yeah, yeah, they um. They like, were, you know, they were, they were going to do a million dollar gate, which is only the third, <laughs> the second time that someone has done a, a million dollar show that's not WWE. The other one was the Ring of Honor New Japan um, show at Madison Square Garden last mm-hmm. year. So this is like one of the biggest shows in company history that just got yeah. like fucking sucked in the yeah. vortex. And then, like, you know, who the fuck knows? You know, like, I saw like uh, WrestleMania during WrestleMania, they did a commercial for Money in the Bank on May 10th, and I'm like, they 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 fate. Yeah, like y'all. T- uh, look, we don't. I obviously, have to get the date out, and if they cancel, they cancel. It is what it is, right? Because either way, it's gonna happen at the fucking PC. But it's like, okay, you have that. Uh, what's the cause? Also, it seems could be up in smoke too. Um, double or nothing, or double or nothing too, or triple or nothing, whatever they're calling it. That seems to be up. That could be up in smoke as well. So, yeah, um, you know. The, ultimately, just like with WrestleMania, like I'm judging on the, I'm I'm judging it on the curve of these are empty arena matches or shows, whatever else. Uh, like in, you know, I thought I enjoy, I had a great time watching, I had a very good time watching WrestleMania. I had a really good time watching Dynamite last Wednesday too. Yeah. I have not watched NXT though. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm glad that like I was able to avoid spoilers for. Uh, <laughs> well, until today when you told me Dakota advanced, but I, I figured Dakota was going to advance via 
uh, Reina fuckery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I didn't have. Oh well, I mean, I guess uh, I didn't really have. It was there. Was there anything in Stardom this weird? They still shut down. Um. Okay, so they canceled. Um. Their show on like their eleventh show, so a, a show doesn't happen five days from now. They said they still haven't canceled their core work, and that's on that's next week. Uh, I believe it was the fourteenth, so that would be next next Tuesday. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't think they're canceling that. Um, they did not, from what I saw, they hadn't canceled the Oda Ward show, um, but I saw something. It was I don't, but you know, it was it wasn't. I don't know if it was official, but like it seems like Oda Ward's closing up all shit to wrestling, so like that might that show might be canceled too. So, I mean, whatever. Um, oh man, well I've been watching a bunch of like Joshi from the '90s. Uh, I've been watching. I've been just enamored with Aja Kong. Um, I think she's like a superstar legend of the top degree. Um, I watched her match in the Tokyo Dome in 94 with Minami Toyota. Um, supposedly that's one of the matches that Kenny Omega was really influenced by. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> when you look at it, all oh, those... It's all, yeah, it's ultimate, like, monster versus, like, babyface, fire from underneath, and, like, they're beating the shit out of each other, and, and Minami's doing incredible, ridiculous stuff, and, like, she's in... Ah, just killing her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like it, it was funny because I, I went down that Menominee Toyota playlist, but I was finding myself more drawn to Bull and mm-hmm. Ozzy, and like it was just like the way they were hitting. And you know, um, I watched their cage match that they had. I, I saw the uh, tag team of Bull Nakano and Ozzy Kong, which I enjoyed a lot. Um, I've <laughs> uh, that spinning backfist ain't no fucking game. No, and um. Yeah, so I'm. I've been spending my time watching just just stuff that I've just never really watched before. So, um, like as I mentioned, all the Kenzo Kobashi I was watching. Um, I was watching more Aja Khan today. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna dive into next. So, anyone listen to the show, jump into Discord uh, with us on, on this. You know, on the One Nation Radio Channel. I'm gonna I'm suggest somebody if you like Aja Khan because of like the fact that she beats the fuck out of people. Somebody I want to suggest to you, and someone you've already seen before, but I suggest you watch her like when she was even younger. That'd be Nanai Takahashi. She like, Rich. I I tell you, I shit you not, like. The way that she wrestles, the way she beats the fuck out of you, the way that she sells, the way that she works, and the way that her pace is, is relentless. It's like, I saw some of her matches from, like, the 2011, 2000, yeah, 2011 starting. It's on the network, on Starting World, and um, I don't know how this person was considered, like, one of the very best wrestlers in the world at that time, 2011. Like, I saw her in a tag match with Yoko Bito, who's a who was you know a rookie in Yoshiko. She you know famous for the shoot thing um, as a rookie, and they're two rookies in the tag match. And on the other side, on both the veterans are Nanai and Nasuki Tayo. Now Nasuki Tayo is basically like. The, the best high speed wrestler I've ever seen. <laughs> um, like, she's basically like EO's equal, but she retired in like 2014 or whatever else. Anyway, that tag match was so goddamn good. And it was based on just basically those two 
in the ring wrestling and like some occasion they let one of the rookies in or whatever else and they're beating the shit out of each other but like I'm like yo this is f- why does this feel like a five star match but it's a tag it is basically mostly around like a tag match with like these two vets and these two green people but I've heard I haven't seen anyone talk about this match but like it's incredible but uh, you know, you've also seen her stuff now and like in the last year, or whatever else. But like, it was even on a different level back then. And I mean, I even saw a tag match that had like um, Emi Sakura and Nanai tagging together versus um, Arisa Nakajima and Sukasa Fujimoto. Um, and like, she's fucking incredible in that match. And that match is only like three years ago as well, or mm-hmm. like 2016. So, like, she. Uh, she is a person that's like just totally under the radar. I don't know how this falls through the cracks for like most people to know how awesome that she is, but like that's somebody I would I would suggest for you to look, check out if you see. Uh, I'll send you some matches. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, I also, the other week I watched uh, Nyla Rose Takumi Aroha match. Oh yeah, how was also, that? It was okay. I also watched a. I believe it was an Anaya Takahashi versus Takumi Aroha match. Was that from the beginning? Was that from the beginning of last year? I'm not sure. It was. It was in Cork and Hall, I believe. Yeah, that's the match we're talking about. That was. Yeah, that was one of the better matches. That was like a four and a half ish type match from last year. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that last week or two weeks ago. Okay. So I've I just been. Did Takumi did Takumi win a belt from her in that match? No, no. I think she lost. I think. Okay, there might have been a different match, but like the match uh, from last year was uh, Nanai had been champion and start earning Seedland for like two, three years or whatever else, whenever the belt got uh, originally uh, brought up. And then like she lost to, she dropped the belt to Takumi, and then like uh, Arisa Nakajima runs in and is like, fuck that. You weren't supposed to lose anyone but me. And then like, <laughs> then they have a match, Takumi and. Um, and Arisa, Arisa becomes champion, and then like Nanai wants her belt back, and is like, "You want it? Put your hair on the line." That leads to that match I showed you from yeah. last year. Yep. Yeah, man. So y'all got any suggestions? Shoot them this way. So yeah. um, I don't know if there's anything else, um, you know, going forward. Um, oh well, I mean, this weekend we were. I mean, I don't know if we talked to the other people, but like we were trying to do a, a social suplex draft. Yeah, that may be in the works. Keep keep your eyes peeled to the feed. Um, don't know how it's all going to work yet, but should be massively different than the last one <laughs> that we did that never saw the light of day. Oh, yeah. um, but um, we're looking forward to that as well. So I'll turn it back over to James. Yeah, um, I ain't got shit to say either. So that's the end of the show. Um, be sure to rate us on whatever app you're using to listen to this. Be sure to tell the people about the Social Suplex uh, Podcast Network. Uh, also, shout out to PowerSlam.tv, the sponsor of the show. They have over 5,000 hours of independent wrestling from all over the world. Um, enter the code SOSUPLEX to get your free month's trial. Also, be sure to check out... Um, actually, no. Also, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash SOSUPLEX picks up some official SOSUPLEX podcast network merchandise. And then um, check out the other shows on the uh, so Suplex Podcast Network on Sundays we or Mondays we obviously have this show, but we also have on Tuesdays Keep the Strong Style on Wednesdays the Rick and Clyde Wrestling Podcast Wrestling Show. Sorry, um, every other Wednesday we have Gorman Watch Shit. Every Friday we have Get in the Ring, and every Saturday we have All Things Elite. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah.
Congratulations, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Later.